Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Woodstock, Georgia, it's time for Cherokee Business Radio. Now, here's your host. Welcome to Cherokee Business Radio. Stone Payton here with you this morning. And today's episode is brought to you in part by our local small business initiative, the Business Radio X Main Street Warriors, defending capitalism, promoting small business, and supporting our local community. For more information, go to MainStreetWarriors.org. And a special note of thanks to our title sponsor for the Cherokee chapter of Main Street Warriors, Diesel David, Inc., Please go check them out at dieseldavid.com. You guys are in for a real treat this morning. Please join me in welcoming to the broadcast, first up on Cherokee Business Radio this morning, with the joy of business strategy, head coach Mike Watkins. Good morning, sir. Good morning. How are you, Stone? I am doing well. It is a delight to have you in the studio I got a thousand questions. I know we're not going to get to them all, but uh, yeah, I'm thinking a good place to start would be if you could articulate for me and our listeners, mission, purpose, what what are you and your team really out there trying to do for folks, man? So thanks so much for um, asking Stone and for having me here. It's it's really a pleasure uh, to be with Business Radio X, the, the joy of business strategy. Our mission is to help business owners and leaders make better decisions through through strategic thinking. And so basically, uh, what I like to say, I listen to help you see. Um, the One of the biggest challenges really in life, think about my marriage. If I could always see things through my wife's lens, <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> and in business, quite often, that's the big challenge. Business owners mm. don't see their business through their customer's lens, through their employee's lens. And so mm-hmm. having someone with a different perspective kind of watching from the sidelines and saying, hey, what if you did this? What if you did this? How about this? And, and much like a head coach would do mm-hmm. on a football team or a basketball team, it helps players with great talents become even better. And that's what we do with businesses. Well, it sounds like a noble pursuit to me. And I got to believe having run my own business for, gosh, 30 plus years now, uh, I don't think you're going to run out of market opportunity because we could all get better at making decisions and, and seeing things from a from a different perspective. I got to know the backstory, man. How in the world did you find yourself in this line of work? Well, I'm a radio guy, a former radio guy. Now, I, I was in the radio business for 45 years. Wow. Um, in multiple places, in Ithaca, New York, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, Chicago, Illinois, and uh, here in Atlanta uh, with some of the uh, premier radio stations around the country. Uh, first radio station uh, ever in the country, the first radio station in the South. And, and so I've had a lot of experiences both on the content side as a program director mm-hmm. and on the sales side as an individual salesperson, as a sales leader, as a business development manager and all of those things. And uh, I loved radio, uh, been a part of some great experiences and at the same time 
had a plethora of experiences of working with different businesses, uh, different audiences. At the end of the day, it was always about understanding what other people wanted to help bring them what they wanted. And so um, it was time to uh, retire from what I did with Cox Media Group. I was with 95.5 WSB Radio for 25 years, and I had a, loved my career there. And, and it was just time to move and do some different things. And taking all of those 45 years of in the industry, the collective experiences, um, what I found in most cases, I was really coaching people on what to do differently and what to do better and how to take something that was really good and make it even better. And, uh, and so here we are today, uh, with the joy of business strategy because helping people with their strategy is what brings me joy. So where is the most joy for you now that you've been at it a while? What, what are you finding the, the most rewarding? What are you enjoying the most about, about this work? You know, what's really great is to, to deliver, whether it's a nugget or a process or a strategy and see it come to formation or see it come to life and see how it benefits somebody. So right now I'm working with a law firm and we're I'm sh- sorry. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead. Here, well, here's, here's the good news. There are plenty of law firms, <laughs> <That's true. laughs> but I'm working with a law firm right now and, and, and we're shifting their focus from multiple, uh, services to a specific line of work so that they can be focused on that. And we're really transforming everything down to the way they intake callers. And so that's one of the things that we're talking about right now. How does everybody answer the phone? Where do we direct the calls when someone has an inquiry? How do we manage it so that from the very beginning, the relationship starts off on a positive note as opposed to simply, here's how much it costs. And so taking that and seeing everybody take hold of that and watching that process, that's what, again, see, you see, I light up like that when we talk about those kinds of things. That's what brings me joy. All right, so let's talk about uh, about the work a little bit. I think it's great that you landed there on on that and on that one specific thing. That sounds very tangible. It's something we can see results from. We can throw our hat over the fence, try some things, make some adjustments, see the see the results. Back me up a little bit, like especially early in the relationship and in the in the engagement. Are you you're just sitting at the table with the principals of a firm or the leaders of the firm, and I don't know asking good questions to figure out where they're hurting. Well, what does the early part of an engagement look like? I love that. So it starts off with conducting, you know, basically a needs analysis. Everybody does an initial discovery meeting, you know, in just about every business, right? every situation. You're doing an, a needs analysis or some type sure. of a discovery moment when we're understanding what's important and where's the real pain. And we're narrowing down to the real pain. And, uh, and so we do that in some initial meeting or meetings and really the focus of what generates, whether it's a simple engagement to help you develop a single strategy or an ongoing coaching relationship, the real work takes place 
when we do what we call a strategic marketing focus session. And that session, it's about a half a day session where we sit down, we, we get all of the principal stakeholders, everybody who knows something about the customer and how the customer interacts with the business. And we spend time, we have a four-step process. First of all, we want to talk about who is our target. I like to say, you might take money from everybody, but you're only going to spend money to get your ideal customer profile. All right. So with most businesses, I'll take business here, I'll take business there, but this is the customer that I'm most equipped to work with. I'll do the best job of delivering. And they are that Parado principle. They're the 20% of the people who will deliver 80% of our revenue. So we, we, first of all, we start off with the, who are you targeting? Who's your ideal customer profile? Next, we want to look at what do they want? Probably the biggest mistake most businesses make is that they focus what they sell, what they do, what services they offer on what they like to do as opposed to what people need. I think I might resemble that remark, Casey. How about you? <laughs> He's been reading my mail, hasn't he? Yeah, most people think about, hey, here's what I do well, here's what I like to do. Yeah. Um, even in the coaching circuit, you know, I I get emails every day from, hey, could you take on two, you know, more clients? Here's our strategy, here's what we do. And I think, well, what if your strategy doesn't fit what this customer needs? So so the second thing that we talk, we talk about who are you targeting? What do they need? What's most critical? When they make a decision to go with the business, what are the things that they got to have? And so we look at that. Then we think about where. Where else can they get the things that they need? So we think about in our own box what we do, but we often don't really take a look at the competition. And so if I'm trying to sell somebody something, who else is trying to sell them? Um, there's a great line from the movie Scarface. I love this line. Don't underestimate the other guy's greed. That's one of <laughs> that's one of my favorite lines. So so you got to understand what the competition is, what your customer's competition is. How do they satisfy the things they need? So who are you targeting? What do they want? Where else can they get what they want? And within that, where is the place that you can settle in and find your niche? And then finally, finally, how? How do we deliver the message to them that you can satisfy what they need better than anybody else? That's the big, that is probably the most critical thing that we do is spend that, that strategic marketing focus session to really from there, we do some ideation and develop different concepts to, to understand how we can satisfy the need of your ideal customer. And from there, we map out a strategic plan. And then, uh, you know, our motto is plan, focus, win. So once we, map out that plan, then my job is to help you as a business owner really stay focused. Mission drift is prevalent in business. I love this plan, but you know what? 
I just had this customer walk in and this like, <laughs> this might be a great customer. It's not, it doesn't fit my plan, but that might be a great customer. I might actually have to take a loss on the deal to get them, but they're really a big customer. And we just have this mission drift. So my job as a coach is to say, no, I didn't tell you to run down and out. I told you to run a fly pattern. Stay on the course. And so that's what that's what we do. And and that relationship ongoing is is really let's focus on the plan. Let's continue to tweak and modify the plan based on the changing environment. And from there, that's how we win. And by that time, you the group has a common nomenclature. You're calling the same things the same things. So you've got this common language and the trust that you must personally have to cultivate to be able to work with teams at this level. I mean, you must really pay a great deal of attention to the way you carry yourself from at go and you've got to be talk about cultivating and, and maintaining trust in a relationship like that. Cause I got to believe it's paramount in your work. Boy, that is a great question. So I earlier referenced that ideal customer profile and that ideal customer is the people whom you can serve the best who are really great customers for what you do. I actually have a, a, an ideal customer profile. You got to eat your own cooking. Don't I got to eat my own cooking. That's right. Yeah. Um, this cobbler's children tries to have shoes. At least they have Crocs. <laughs> uh, we, what what I do is I target business owners. I've, I've got a formula. They have to have a desire to win. So a D, desire and drive. They have to have ego. You cannot be a business owner without some aspect of ego. Ego gets a, a bum rap. Yeah. You know, when ego becomes arrogance, it becomes a negative. But ego is really important because you get kicked every day as a business owner. And then third, you have to have humility. You can't look at yourself as the smartest person in the room all the time. So if you're driven, you have ego, but you have enough humility to be coachable that's the that's the makeup of my ideal customer profile. Okay? I'm a relationship guy, and I can tell from the very beginning if we're going to be able to develop a relationship. And if you've got those three characters, um we're going to be able to work. I love somebody who's driven, got a little bit of an edge with it with with the ego because they want to own it, but at the same time they're coachable and they want to hear more. And so we start from the very beginning understanding relationship. And when you understand what somebody needs, that's half the battle in developing that relationship because it's not all about me. It really is about you. So have you had the benefit of a a mentor or a coach of your own to help keep you in check the way you were describing helping your clients stay focused or or do you have to pull all that off by yourself? Well, I mean, there are multiple, you know, multiple coaches that I've got, you know, from a personal standpoint and from a professional standpoint, you know, I've had (laughs) over the 45 years of when I was working for someone, um, I probably had somewhere in the range of 80 different (laughs) managers or leaders or bosses or bosses, bosses thing. And I always found to take something from everyone. And so in doing business, I do a lot of networking. I talk to a lot of people 
who have been there before, who can coach me on certain things. There might be different levels and different aspects of things that I just don't know because I can't be the smartest person in the room. One of my best coaches right now is the one who's uh, working with me on social media. I think he's 25. <laughs> he just, Good for you, though. You know, I've got, yeah. but, but that's what I need. I need sure. someone to call my baby ugly uh, and, and, and help me in every arena there is. So how does the whole sales and marketing thing work for a guy like you? Like, I, I think it's marvelous that you get into the boardroom, you're talking to these folks, obviously – I can tell just in conversing with you for 10 or 15 minutes, I can see why a lot of people would say, yes, let's do this. How do you get to have those conversations in the first place? Are you out there shaking trees? Is it all referral? How does it work in a business like yours? Um, a lot of it is, re is referral or relationship. Yeah. You know, um, anytime I talk to a business owner, what they might do from an advertising perspective to bring in customers is important, but if they're not telling me their number one source of uh, customer acquisition is referral, that means they have some work to do. Mm. So relationships and referrals and uh, those kinds of opportunities are really critical. Um, and then, you know what, situations where you can offer things to people, where you can offer advice to people, where you can coach. I just... Just last week, I uh, spoke to a business incubator, a group of about 30 entrepreneurs sharing with them uh, what I call OPM, other people's mistakes. So we <laughs> we did a workshop on marketing, and much of that workshop was on other people's mistakes. And, you know, coming out of that, have a couple of uh, uh, conversations going on. And, and so it's just that it's all of those kinds of things uh, the more you give, the more you get back and sharing content and sharing ideas and, uh, being open to relationships and networking, all of those kinds of things. All of that is what leads to the end goal. Well, in, in my experience, at least, has been it comes back to you in some way, it, it, and maybe not often in a straight line necessarily when you go help out a you know a group of young entrepreneurs or that kind of thing. But it seems to come back in its own way sometimes, you know, tenfold. Just being out there, serve first, serve early, serve often. But even if the only thing that comes from that is just when you articulate those ideas and you're trying to help someone else with whatever your specialized knowledge is, it helps crystallize your own thinking and make you that much more effective for the next guy that you're serving who is writing you a check, doesn't it? That's exactly right. When you teach, yeah. when you, teach you get better. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly right. So uh, you're obviously, clearly, it's comes through on the airwaves, I'm sure. It definitely comes through in the studio game. This guy is passionate about what he's, what, what he's doing. Outside the scope of your, of your work, of what we're talking about, any other passions that you pursue? My listeners know me. I like to hunt, fish, and travel, so it's, it's no <laughs> secret. Anything out, kind of outside the scope of this that you, you like to nerd out about and dive into? Well, what I'm as, as passionate as I am about being strategic and marketing and helping uh, business owners, my, my biggest passion, my biggest two passions are my family. Uh, and helping people uh, with marriages. And so my wife oh. and I are heavily involved in marriage ministry, and oh. uh, we work with couples, and uh, we work in a marriage ministry. We already do a, 
uh, ongoing couples groups, and we've got a great big old married couples retreat that we do annually. And so mm. that's really that that's one of the reasons God placed me here. It's to work with people in their marriages. I think that's marvelous. I'm glad I asked. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you did too. <laughs> All right. Before we wrap, I'd love it if we could leave our listeners with a, a couple of actionable, I'll, I'll call them pro tips, right? Just a, I mean, number one pro tip gang, if you want to have a conversation about any of this kind of thing, reach out, tap into Mike's work. I'm, I'm sure he'd be glad to have a conversation with you, but maybe something, someone's listening. What are some things that they could begin to think about? Maybe start doing, stop doing, maybe a book they could read. Let's just give them a little something to chew on if we could. Have a plan. Number one thing, have a plan. I can't tell how many times I've received calls about, hey, I want to advertise on the radio. Great. Tell me about your plan. What's your, well, I do X. Okay. So tell me about your plan. Who's your customer? So have a plan. Know your customer. Know your customer. It is critical. You can't sell anything to anybody if you don't know what they want. People buy for two reasons. One, it's a problem that's important enough to put money behind. Two, it's a problem that they either can't fix or don't want to expend the resources on their own to fix. So if someone's going to spend money only for those reasons, so understand what people need, excuse me, and then be focused and remain focused on what they need. Don't start to sway on other things. Squirrel, and you get an idea over here. (laughs) Hello, that's me. He he caught me again, Casey. (laughs) That is me. Yeah, I mean those those are those are some of the big. Don't get persuaded by your your competitor or your friend. I have a friend in St. Louis who's doing what I do, but they do X. I need to do X. No, you don't. We don't have arches in Atlanta, so don't do what someone else does just because it works for them. Those are probably kind of the biggest rocks that I see. If you're going to do some advertising, spend what you need for that particular medium. If you don't have the budget for that medium, do something else or you're not ready to advertise. Uh, you know, there are just some things that folks have done that you want to be careful. Marvelous. Thank you. Sounds like marvelous counsel to me. All right. If someone would like to reach out, have a substantive conversation with you or someone on your team, begin to tap into your work, what are the coordinates? What's the best way for them to do that? Easiest way is to go to the website, thejoyofbusinessstrategy.com. Thejoyofbusinessstrategy.com. We're on LinkedIn. Um, We blog on LinkedIn. Go to the website. You can find all kinds of information there about what we do, contact information, reach out, read some of the blogs. It'll give you a sense for who we are, uh, and we, we'd love to talk to folks. Marvelous. Well, thank you for coming in, man. It has been an absolute delight having you on the show. Keep up the good work. You're doing important work, man, and uh, we appreciate you, and we want to keep up with your story as it continues to unfold. Stone, thanks so much for having me. We love small businesses. We love major businesses. We just love business and and helping them with their strategy, and I appreciate you having me. Well, it's my pleasure, man. Hey, how about hanging out with us while we visit with our next guest? I would love to do that because 
I want to hear what she's got to say because I'm <laughs> fired up. All right, gang, me and Mike are ready for the headliner. I hope you guys are too. Please join me in welcoming back to the Business Radio X microphone with Flourish for Moms, Miss Casey Howard. How are you? I'm so good. How are you? I am doing well. What'd you learn in that last segment? Anything touch you there? So many great nuggets there. I mean, I yeah, I just feel like we could all use someone like Mike. There you go. I'll, I'll put <laughs> all the, the people that come here need his services. <laughs> Isn't that the truth? Literally. Everybody on my logo wall ought to be talking to him. Yeah. I'll put his interview on a CD and sell it to you for four ninety five. You know what? Okay. Free. Just pay four ninety five for shipping. Okay. Case. Sounds good. It's a deal. <laughs> all right. Tell us a little bit about Flourish for Moms, uh, product services, and, and your mission and purpose. Uh, who are you helping and why? Sure. Um, so Flourish for Moms is a a product-based brand where um, basically we are – so long story short, I, I went on this whole journey kind of late last year where I was just really feeling like crap to say it in the yeah. most, you know, layman terms possible. But I just wasn't feeling that good. And I wasn't sick. There was really nothing that I could pinpoint that was wrong with me. Uh, it really just boiled down to the fact that I was not taking care of myself. I'm a mom of three kids, and I just let that completely take over me. And so um, I wasn't taking care of myself. And you, when that happens, you end up just not feeling that great physically, not feeling that good mentally, you're super stressed all the time. So I went down this whole path of starting to implement self-care into my daily routine, and I started to feel so much better. Um, long story short, I've kind of always wanted to have some kind of product-based business, and mm. it just kind of all seemed like that was the perfect fit. I never really knew like what kind of products I wanted to sell, um, these past few years when I had this in my mind, but when I went through my own personal self-care journey recently, I was just like the light bulb went off and said, this is what my business is going to be. And so, um, yeah, I've created this brand for moms where they it's it encircles their whole journey of self-care. So um, essentially we're selling self-care products from a a journal, manifest your best life journal, um, a weighted blanket to help you de-stress and sleep better at night, um, vitamins to help you just make sure you're taking care of your body, um, exercise pants to get yourself out and moving, um, all sorts of things like that. Essential oils. Those are all the initial products I have in my lineup that I'm going to release over this next year. Um, but yeah, it basically encircles this whole entire person and what they will need to take care of themselves as a mom and feel so much better. Um, as moms, we just really, we forget about ourselves. Honestly, I would say like 85% of us do. There's some moms that are really good at making sure after they have babies to, to still work out and eat healthy. But most of us, we just kind of, we're focused on taking care of the kids and we don't have time for anything else. And it just kind of takes over. So in forgetting about ourselves, you just, you really, you know, find yourself not feeling that great. Um, and so here I am, I started this whole brand and it's really exciting. Um, so the first product that we launched, um, just recently over the past few weeks was our journal. So that that's what's going on now. And then 
over the next year's time, I'll release uh, the other different products that I mentioned. Well, I'll tell you, for whatever my opinion is worth, I love it that you've launched with something that has uh, these these ladies being introspective and beginning to think about the whole picture and working on their mindset rather right. than launch with a tangible product. I, I think that's some, are, are you finding that you're beginning to cultivate community and, and, and get a tribe around the whole idea and mindset of this work? Yes. So ah, that's I, great. It, yeah, it's, it's really exciting. The, the journal is all about, um, manifesting your best life. Like, what do you want as you are a mom, you have kids and that's great, but you cannot forget about yourself. And so we're, um, every morning writing down our goals in the journal, big things, small things. Um, and like monthly goal, weekly goal, goal for today. And also what is your mantra, all this kind of stuff. It's really getting back to what do you want and what is your plan and, and just focusing on yourself. Um, but for the, you asked about the community. I do, I did start a a Facebook group for moms. So we're all in that group, just kind of interacting together and throwing out, you know, what, you know, what are some great tips for some quick exercises you could do today to de-stress your mind? You know, here's like, these are just all examples like, oh, here's a picture of my, my breakfast this morning, you know, like eating clean and just kind of keeping each other in check. Well, and that just, communal support, I would think it's very important. It'd be very powerful, right? Yeah. We have a, um, also in the Facebook group, we have a, like an early morning accountability group. So I always get up early before the kids so that I have time to basically get my head screwed on straight before the kids come at me <laughs> rapid fire. You know, the kids are just like, you have kids, right? Well, they're grown. I but, do. You know, they just wake up. I stand up. by the product and it's not me. It's, it's right. Holly that made it happen, but <laughs> I'm still enjoying the fruits of that labor. You wake up. Um, if you wake up when the kids do, it's it's too much for me. I, I mm. can't take like rapid fire questions from three young children without having like a moment to myself right. before they get up. So I've been making it um, this past year, at least, a habit to get up before them, do my journaling, have coffee and peace, and just have that moment in time. And so I mentioned that to all the the moms in the Facebook group, and they all seemed very interested that they would want to do it too. And so we said, well, let's just have an accountability group. And so every morning I just do a quick poll in the group, you know, early morning accountability check-in, who did it today, and everyone pipes in and there's a lot of things going on in the group, but the community part is really nice. Well, I for think sure. it's terrific. And I got to tell you, I was teasing my sister-in-law. She's staying with us while they build her house in, in Ackworth. And okay. I was up making coffee for everybody. That's how I contribute around the house. And uh, and I had made mine before I had made hers. Mm-hmm. And then I was teasing with her. You know, they tell you on the airplane, <laughs> put that mask on you first. and then <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but there really is some merit to mm-hmm. that on, on these <laughs> more serious. Right. Uh, yeah. yeah. For for. My kids to have a good day, you know, like I need, we set the tone for them. So we have to be Mm -hmm. mentally in a good place before they get up. So we're setting the tone for them. So I just think it's really important to get up before they do. If you can, you don't have to do all the time. I mean, sleep in on the weekends, whatever, but, um, yeah. So the, the journal has been the, the first, um, product that we've rolled out and, 
other products to follow. Well, again, with that mindset, that ethos, and following the kind of counsel that that, that Mike is describing about, you know, pick a focus. I got to believe uh, the resources, the products, the services, I think they're just going to continue to pop up for you. And then right. you can make your decisions against, I think Mike would, would back up back the, up this idea, against some predetermined criteria. Does it serve these people in this way, the way we want? Yeah, I'll bet just they're going to continue to crop up for you. Yes, them. I always have all these thoughts in my head about other products I can release for these moms. But it's really nice because... I am my ideal client. I have been through the exact thing that a bunch of other moms out there are going through. So I, I know their, their problem. I know their pain points. I know what will help them. And so really I just, I feel lucky that I already gathered this information because this is the most important piece before you really like start your business. You got to find out who your person is. So Luckily, I am that person. I didn't have to go too of a deep dive, but um, I, I mean, I, I feel like I can also really relate to these moms for sure. Yeah. So, yeah. say more about what you were doing before this little detour, this little dip, and this in this recovery. And are you still um, serving in that arena as well? Before, um, what, before you started this business, were you, right? Talk because talk, talk, because you've been here before I talking have. about that work. Are you still yes. doing that work? As oh well? yeah, yeah. That's still my. Bread and butter, for sure. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I'm a maternity and newborn photographer. My portrait studio is in East Cobb. Okay. Um, still very much doing that. And so that will never go away. When you meet um, a lot of moms. Exactly. <laughs> I know. So, sounds like a funnel to me. How right. about you, Mike? Yeah. <laughs> I, just, I just put a sign in my studio the other day that said that let them know about the, the mom's Facebook group that I yeah. have created. Let them know to join it. And that's kind of like my, my hopper you know, get all the moms in there and then kind of let them know about these great things I have for them and, sure. and send them to the other places where they, but you know, there's not too much like selling in the Facebook group, but it's more of like a community and support type thing. But I did. Yeah. It's a good funnel for sure. Cause I, uh, I definitely let all the moms know that come yeah. into the studio. Well, it's got to serve each other, right? Cause I got to believe one of the things you can do for yourself is go get uh, uh, pictures that you're proud of and that you like. Right. So that, yeah, they, they feed each other, which yeah. is, I, I think that's, that's terrific. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so it all kind of works together, uh, in a weird way. It wasn't, that wasn't really the plan, but it, yeah. It well, seems again, to be perfect. you get focused on who you want to serve and why, and you invest in serving early, serving often. I think I don't know. I just think it just comes it, to you. It does, and I always now that I think back, I any time a mom, especially a new mom, would come into the studio to get their newborn's pictures taken, mm-hmm. I always felt the urge to just tell them a few. Not too much, because I know it's annoying for someone to tell you all the things when you're like having babies and you're like, I know, whatever. You don't <laughs> want someone to tell you, you know what I mean? Like too much advice, sure. like relax. But I I did just feel the strong urge to to let moms know like just little things that I discovered along the way that no one told me, like make sure you're still taking care of yourself. And, you know, if something's not working out for you the way that, you know, everyone says you should do it for your child, then just do what works for you. And, you know, I just always felt the urge to tell these moms advice, I guess. And so here I am, I've created a whole, now you got to be a brand to help them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's talk about me a minute. You know, it's my show. 
Uh, <laughs> yeah, so, go, go for it. <laughs> so I'm a managing partner and uh, and uh, uh, equity partner in the Business Radio X Network, and I've got a couple of communities. So I really do want your insight uh, and the benefit of your experience and expertise mm-hmm. on um, on cultivating and serving a community. I, and I've got a couple of different constituencies, one of which is the group of people who are doing every day in their studios, in their markets, in Arizona and yeah. Florida and Tennessee, um, exactly what I'm doing here. And so we, we call them studio partners, okay. right? And they have their own studio. In the, in, and um, I just know, I'll take credit for knowing we could do a much better job. <laughs> <laughs> and I just, uh, lessons learned, ideas um, for for continuing to build that community, support that community and provide value. Mm-hmm. To them, I, I mean, I'll take all the help I can get. And, then, and of course, the other group is the end user client community who are, you know, they come in here and they host or co-host their own shows or sometimes they let us do the hosting, but they do the other parts. Those are two communities. I feel like we're serving them well. I know we're delivering them uh, ROI. Right. But I feel like, man, Stone, you could be doing such a better job. It's Stone and Business Radio X mm-hmm. of just... Yeah, anything you could offer on that front, I'll I'll take it. Or or maybe even if you've had some challenges along the way. Community-wise, um, yeah, I've just found that my my Facebook group that I've I mean that I've created just to I'm really just there to help and I'm not there to like try and make money off of You're not hammering them trying to sell them the blanket and all that. I'm not selling anything in there. I'm literally just there to help them and create a good community where we all enjoy interacting and keeping up with each other. So I think you you just need to make it a point to be providing value for these different groups of people in some form or fashion. I found that the Facebook group is really nice. Um, It's just an easy way to get people together. So was there a little bit of a chicken and egg thing of like, you know, Hey, come join my group. You're you're number three, <laughs> or did it, it or did it? It really, was it was a that? little yeah a little weird at first like a slow start but I just initially invited all the moms on my Facebook group that I thought would enjoy being there, and then I did to kind of ramp it up faster. I did tell everyone that had joined the group, you know, um, tag ten of your mom friends in a Facebook post that you think they would enjoy to be here and you'll get entered into a contest to win a $50 Starbucks gift card. So that got a lot of moms to, yeah, they, yeah. they were all sharing with 10 of their friends. So if you right. have like 10 moms share with 10 of their friends, then you potentially could get, there if everyone go. joined a hundred, you know, a hundred extra people joining. So I did kind of do something like that at the beginning to get people to join faster. Um, so that was fun. But yeah. So, so, uh, it's a work in progress. Well, sure it is, but congratulations on the launch and congratulations on the on the momentum. It Thank may be you. early to ask, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Uh, share an early win if if you can. It really yeah. sticks out for you, and if you're open to it, and if you experienced it, maybe an a, you know an, a, a shot in the gut. <laughs> okay, uh, let's see. Uh, early win. Well, I just um, recently received the physical sample of the journal that I created. And so shortly after that, I felt like I'm like, oh, well, I guess now I can start taking pre-sales and take some sales for this journal, you know. Um, And so I did. I threw it out there and I started, uh, I pre-launched the journal. So we're in, we're taking pre-sales right now. Um, And I've had quite a bit of 
pre-order sales come in. So that's exciting. Nice. Like I, I thought of this product. I made it. I designed it. I had a supplier make it for me. They sent it to me and I showed it to everyone. And wow. then now they're buying it. Even strangers that I don't know have bought it. So that's very exciting for me. So it's just yeah. got to keep the, the snowball effect rolling and just, yeah, keep getting more and more sales. So that's exciting for sure. Um, a punch in the gut. Hmm. I don't know right <laughs> good, now. Good. I really I, don't know. <laughs> good. I'm glad you can't think of one. I think that's fantastic. I'll, you, I'll uh, think about that. I'll get back to you later. <laughs> well, you've been in business long enough to know that you'll get one at some right. point. And, oh, yeah. But you've also learned, I suspect, that you're resilient enough and you have the strategies to work your way through it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. It's been nice already owning a business and knowing basically what I need to do to get to where I want now. But I mean, the beginning of this business for sure has been kind of difficult. It's just a lot at the initial start of it all. And I mm. think I kind of forgot about, you know, how hard the initial stages are because my studio has been up and running for years now. So right, right. these past few months I and already having a business and starting this business and having three kids and I'm just like, I think I might be like, yeah, just losing my mind. But then I come back to reality. I'm like, it's the grind will be over soon. <laughs> The grind of this new business, and I'm going to get it off, you know, and really launched, and, uh, you know, it's not going to be so stressful anymore. It's just the initial stages. Yeah. So yeah. one nugget I picked up in the victory that you described is pre-sales. Right. And I'll share with you uh, why I, I kind of zoned in, uh, uh, lasered in on that, mm -hmm. is it's not uncommon at all for young entrepreneurs, people who are doing startups, okay, right. and they'll come to me, and, and in my case, it, it's rarely a formal consulting coaching relationship. In fact, I don't know if I've had one of those in years. Mm -hmm. It's often, you know, a beer under the elm tree over there behind Reformation yeah. or, you know, something like that. Uh, that's a good spot. <laughs> it's a marvelous spot. That's where all of my best work that's gets done. great conversations go down there, I'm sure. <laughs> you better believe it. And so, uh, but so often in, in their mind, they're going to, they may have, without the benefit of some direction from somebody like me or you mm -hmm. or Mike, gone out, spent X dollars on the journal. Yeah. It's parked in mom's garage or, in, you know, or in their basement and now go out and sell it. Mm -hmm. And you really, especially this day and age with so many products and services, go out there and, and, and sell it or, or and better yet, go out and find out what the customer wants. Maybe mm -hmm. they don't want that journal. Maybe right. they want this journal, you know, or whatever. Yeah. And then pre-sell it. Mm -hmm. And it sounds so simple and straightforward, to, but I mean, people get excited about their ideas, but right? Right. Yeah. So you don't always have to just find out where you're going to get all this money from to start a business and, you know, use all of your own funding to buy all the inventory that you need. I just did the reverse and I... I'm taking pre-sale orders now. I'm getting all the money up front, and they're very well aware that the pre-sale period will take, you know, several months, and yeah. you'll get the journal when it's ready. They're just excited that that they're going to get it. They are have pre-ordered, paid their money, um, and once the pre-sales are over, then I'll take that capital to go and buy all the journals and and then some some extras with all of that money um, and ship them out to everyone and then the the rest of the bulk of the inventory will be dispersed to all the different sales outlets. Well, uh, it's my favorite form of financing. Again, yes. I talk to people trying to 
get anything from grants to loans. Like at Main Street Warriors, they're they're up, they're either competing in a contest or wanting a grant yeah. or a loan or with these startup competitions that that we do stuff at. Mm-hmm. And but my favorite favorite form of financing is customer funding. Yes, <laughs> that's the exactly. way to run a sustainable business. Yeah, right? getting a loan and all that stuff and using your own money that's extremely stressful. So um, I was excited to figure out the route of going pre-sales. And when I heard that, I'm like, yeah. bingo, we can uh, start now. <laughs> it might be a little unfair to ask you on the air, That's okay. Uh, but I'm going to ask you, uh, do you think you'll uh, have product uh, available to ship in time for Christmas? Oh yeah. So pre-sales I'm okay. So pre-sales are supposed to be ending uh, May 20th. And then after that, I will order everything in that they're saying it could take 30 to 60 days depending on mm-hmm. what kind of shipping I select. So here in about two months, I will have a bunch of product. Okay. So definitely before Christmas. It yeah. wasn't a, a strategic business question. It was a very no. selfish question because I want to oh. get Katie one and Kelly one for Christmas. Oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> yes, they'll and, definitely be oh, around. Oh, they'll, they'll be all mm-hmm. over it. Yeah. Uh, well, Katie will appreciate it. My youngest, Kelly will mm-hmm. she will just jump on it with all four she'll just yeah. love it. i don't even know what it costs and i just committed to buy two <laughs> so i i can see i Perfect. think you're going to be successful go ahead and pre-order it now because it's five dollars off during pre-order so okay. do that all for right. sure at flourishformoms.com all in right the, in the shop <laughs> well i yeah. will jump on that uh anything else that you might be willing to to share with with um especially those the the people who are this is their first swing at it uh, entrepreneurship, you know, and maybe mm-hmm. they've got a corporate job, but they're trying to a little side hustle or something. I don't know. Surprises, a couple of tips, a couple of do's or don'ts. Let's, let's see if we, uh, you know, remove a little bit of the fr- uh, friction and, and shrink the timeline for them. Yeah. Um, well, so my, my studio, my portrait studio that I have, that was initially a side hustle where I was taking pictures just on the oh. weekends for people while I worked my corporate job. And I did, know in the back of my mind that eventually I want to quit this corporate job and I want to do this full time. And so I was very much that this person you're describing, you know, about five years ago. Um, I would say just to really focus in and, and work on it all the time, consistently, um, consistently posting, never giving up, even if you feel like you're not really getting anywhere. And just, if this is what you want to do, just, continue on. It's going to be, it's a little, uh, stressful, I guess at first to get the business kind of started and going, but if this is something you really want to do and you want to eventually leave your corporate job, then just keep up with it. Um, cause the, the rewards are so great when you get to work for yourself. I've been at both ends of the spectrum. I, I like, I liked where I worked my corporate job. That was a great company. However, I just feel like working for yourself is so rewarding. So, if you if you can get there and work for yourself, you'll you'll definitely see the benefits for sure. Well, um, there are certainly rewards, aren't there, Mike? Yes, I mean <laughs> it's very hard, but it's kind of like the benefits really outweigh the little daily stresses that you might feel sometimes. So, so I stacked the deck. I uh, I, I married way up, <laughs> and she's got a great job. Nice, <laughs> and she's very supportive. So that's my first piece of advice to entrepreneurs: if right. you can marry up, I know at least have someone who's supporting you. That is so important, though. You're right. Like to have my my husband was very supportive of me quitting my corporate job and going out and no, that's everything. Doing right? If you don't have that, that's very sad, and it's hard to yeah. 
to really continue on and go out on your own if your spouse is saying like, you know, like this is never going to happen. And I have I can't met people that they were mm. trying to go out on their own. Their spouse is just really not supportive. So yeah. have a good support system. If you're, it's not your spouse, then get in a bunch of Facebook groups full of the people that do what you want to do mm. or entrepreneur group or a mentoring group, mastermind group, whatever, and be surrounded by that support group for sure. Great advice. Yeah. And I do, I do think it's been my experience that feeding your mind consistently and, and maybe making a habit of it, a discipline of it. Mm-hmm. And maybe for you, it's an early morning thing for someone else. It might be a, after the kids are in bed thing. But I do think that that discipline of, of feeding your mind yes. over time is, uh, anyway, it's proven helpful to me. And it sounds like it has. Right. Uh, for, it is important. Well. Mm-hmm. All right. So what's next for you and what can we do to help? And by we, I mean me, <laughs> Mike, the Business Radio X Network, Cherokee Business Radio, mm-hmm. the the community here, which of course, as you well know, in Cherokee County and Co- I mean, just mm-hmm. so supportive. What can we yes. do to help? So what's next for me is I will, uh, after pre-sales, I'll be fully launching, meaning uh, right now I'm just taking pre-sales through my website, but I will be selling my journal through all their bigger sales outlets. So through Amazon, uh, I have a Shopify store. So we'll be going mm. all over the place. Um here towards the end of the year. Um, so that's what really for anyone that buys the journal or anyone that has learned my journaling method that I've taught you in the mom's Facebook group or wherever you may have seen it. Like I really, if you could go on to Amazon, when I do launch there, I need your reviews. Okay. Amazon reviews to get up there in the, uh, on the list of sellers. Um, so yeah, reviews are helpful for sure. Um, yeah. Other than that, just sharing with your friends about my business. There's so many moms out there and so many moms that need to take care of themselves and that aren't. So let them know about Flourish Your Moms. You got it. And you made two sales this morning. Probably Thank a lot you. more than that. <laughs> I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what are the coordinates? What's the best way for people to learn more, talk mm-hmm. to you, website, email, LinkedIn, whatever you feel like is appropriate? So the most important thing you want to do is subscribe to our email list. That's how you will never miss an update or a launch of a product or any you know, special pre-launch sale that we're doing. So you first and foremost want to get on our email list. And the way you do that is on our website. It's pretty direct. You'll see where you can sign up to su- subscribe to our email list. So that's on flourishformoms.com. Go and subscribe to our email list. And then also that website, flourishformoms.com, is where you can find us, anything that you might need. Um, and, of course, we are on Facebook and Instagram as well um, under Flourish for Moms. And any moms that want to join the Moms Facebook group I mentioned, that is on Facebook and the group is called Moms De-Stressing and Flourishing in Life Together. All right. It's a long one, but it <laughs> describes exactly what we want. So. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's having to question right. it. Right. Well, thanks for coming in and getting us updated. What Thank an exciting you. time. We're excited for you. We want to continue to follow the story, and we're going to try to help any way we can. I'm excited. Thank you so much. Well, it is my pleasure. All right, until next time, this is Stone Payton for our guest this morning and everyone here at the Business Radio X family saying we'll see you again on Cherokee Business Radio.